I'm Tom Field. I'm Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking with Brian Lang. He's Vice President of Marketing with OnLab. Brian, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. If you could just take just a minute to introduce OnLab and your wholly owned subsidiary based in Santa Clara. So OnLabs is really targeted at mitigating and protecting customers from advanced persistent threats, um, malware, zero-day vulnerabilities uh, type of exploits. And what we do is we monitor on a a single high-performance appliance, we monitor web, email, um, file transfer traffic, as well as scanning data at rest, looking for unknown malware so that we can basically prevent it from infecting the rest of the network. So, Brian, everybody is talking about advanced threats. My question for you, you've got a a book and you've got a site even, APTs for Dummies. What is most misunderstood about advanced threats? I think a lot of people are still under the um, impression, and, and I use the analogy of graffiti. Graffiti started as an art form and devolved into people spray-painting their name on the side of buildings. Attacks have sort of gone the opposite. They, they started as uh, spray-painting, defacing websites, um, and have become more of an art form. People are doing everything from gathering biographical information. Your credit card is no longer the most useful piece of information. I can actually get enough about you that I can open up a new credit card. But we've seen malware actually collect Um, Last year, we saw malware collecting blueprint data from South American companies. So people don't really understand that this stuff is highly targeted, not necessarily at individuals or company, but at specific data. Why don't traditional defenses work anymore? Um, It really comes down to what they were, were, were built for. And APTs have really evolved to take advantage of the fact that one technology does one thing, another does another, and, and blending the, the attack across multiple to, to, to limit detection. So, for example, firewalls. Firewalls were built to allow or block traffic to specific ports, even going down to the application layer, or in the case of some of the next generation firewalls, even features like allow access to Facebook, but don't allow Facebook chat. What they don't do is actually look down and say, oh, here's a file. Now let me tear apart this file and actually look at what it's trying to accomplish. That requires features, functionality, and and horsepower that a firewall wouldn't normally have. And same goes for other technologies. They're not built, nor do they have the resources or intelligence to explode files and and do what we do. So what does work? You really have to take a a file, and, and we actually have two different Um, Well, we have a whole detection chain, but at the end, for completely unknown malware, we actually break it up into two uh, focuses, one looking at executable files and one looking at non-executable files, Word documents, um, Excel files. And we really analyze them in, in slightly different ways, but what we do is we'll open up an executable in a sandbox, we'll poke, we'll prod it, we'll interact with it, and we watch what it does. In the case of a a Word document, we do the same kind of thing, but we also look under the covers at the the file itself and look for machine code in there, and then that allows us to tell it what it was due. Then we compare that against a very large library of of static analysis where we gather a million files a, a day, and we've been doing that since 95, but also a set of behavioral. This behavior and this behavior together that's somewhat suspicious. We don't have to look at a signature to do that. But that allows us to find zero-day unknown malware. 
you see lots of different organizations, lots of different industries and regions. What would you say are some of the biggest mistakes that organizations make when they have been breached? Um, I think a lot of times, uh, and I can give you a, a, an example of this, people tend to immediately go towards wiping the machine. They don't try to understand where the totality of the, the breaches come from. So an example, um, one, one service customer of ours, they spent three months cleaning their entire network out after a, a breach. Within two weeks, they were infected again. They never bothered to figure out where the breach came in. They just cleaned all the machines. Well, it turns out they had a thermostat control that had an IP stack on it. That was actually infected. So they cleaned all their machines. Within two weeks, the, the, the thermostat had infected a, an, another PC, and they were infected again. So we came in. We also spent three months to completely clean them. But within the first week, we also found out where that infection came from. You really have to understand that. Otherwise, you could be cleaning up and not completely getting everything um, and then be infected right again. Just make yourself a more clean target. Yes. Flip side of that, what are some things that organizations should be doing the moment they discover they have been breached? I think it actually, um, I think the number one thing you can do is actually before the breach. Um, obviously, I could say buy our technology, but that's not what I mean. <laughs> um, you have to have your action plan in place. Um, you have to have not only an action plan that says, you know, oh, in a breach, we're going to do this, but it has to be across the group. Again, APTs are a blended threat. They don't just use one type of attack, one vulnerability. They don't just target one thing. They don't necessarily target exposed network services. So you really need an action plan that says when we are breached, we've got the buy-in from the networking team. We've got buy-in from the security operations team. We've got buy-in from the server administration team. We've got PR, etc. You have to have all of that group together and a defined action plan because otherwise you run off and you don't have, especially if, if you're a public company <laughs> and the breach becomes public, if you don't have that action plan, even if the, techno the, the technology damage, even if there's no financial loss because of the actual attack, if you don't have PR in your action plan and it gets out, that's going to probably do much more damage than the actual attack itself. Brian, there are so many dependencies here. You've got to have systems that know when an endpoint or a server has been breached. You've got to have visibility into that data, be able to respond to the alerts, and at the same time be able to not just detect, but, but respond and, and contain if necessary, mitigate. Is there any one area that organizations most need to improve? Is it in detection? Is it in response? Is it in containment? Uh, answer is it depends. Um, you know, there are some companies that are better in some areas um, than another. There's one large company um, that, you know, as soon as they get any inkling of a, a breach, they immediately wipe that machine. Now, that goes against what I, I just said about really knowing where the breach comes in, but they do that so quickly, and they, they are actually monitoring enough that they can and a lot of times prevent a, a wider scale um, spread. It still happens, but it, it's less frequently. Um, I think, though, that with uh, that action plan, um, you know, they need to be, there's a certain amount of education. Um, you know, going back to APTs being a blended threat, you can't just monitor because a lot of times you don't understand what you're monitoring. These things are specifically geared to not disrupt things. So Stuxnet, for example, 
when it was actually doing its damage, it was feeding back legitimate data to the command control console of the, the reactor saying everything's good, everything's kosher. So it didn't leave behind everything. So you really have to, to again, take a, a blended approach and, and have that action plan that crosses divisional boundaries. Unfortunately, there's still a lot of political um, issues within corporations of networking team, security team, server operations team, and to really tackle this head-on, you really need to pull those guys together. Brian, that's great insight. I appreciate your time and your thoughts today. Thank you very much.